16 in a world that's mean um this is my third episode if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes this uh this podcast is basically supposed to be a little window into the minds and the thoughts of 16 year old kids um because we're pretty difficult to understand um which is understandable but this is supposed to be like provide a little insight on that so anyway i have my friend paul here yeah uh, to talk about self-image um depression anxiety stuff like that so yay yeah (laughs) all those epic topics yeah um so self-image how do you struggle with that uh what way in that is it just generally or yeah do you struggle with self-image um yes i oh yeah i do it's it's one of those things where it's like sometimes i'll look at myself in the mirror in the morning and i'll just be like dang do i really look like this or like yeah wow that's i i'll like look at myself in the mirror on certain days and i'll be like wow i just i don't want to be this yeah you know totally totally yeah that's really tough do you think that stems from just insecurity or oh 100 percent. yeah yeah do you think it's it's plainly overthinking or do you think it's based off anything it's a mix of overthinking and i guess just uh expectation from peers yeah totally do you feel pressure from the expectation of people in our age group not uh, not pressure like I just feel like I don't belong sometimes like a sense of like oh I look this way so I can't be in that group or oh I look this way I mean it's died it's died down a lot that's good but it's still I'll look at myself in the mirror I'll still think those thoughts because at at this point in my life it's been happening for like six years so at that point it's like a habit it, you feel kind of like a like a some off-brand Lego block trying to fit in a Lego set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally. <laughs> that was actually really good. Oh, yes, exactly. Well, yeah. Thank you. I don't know. Trying to just find one Lego set that you can fit in, but you can't really fit in any of them because you're not the same brand. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, going to the school that I go to, I because before I moved. To where we're at, um, I used to go to school that I, for that was like a bunch of Native American, Mexican, white mm. people. It was all like really mixed. It wasn't just white, right? And as as white as my voice sounds, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, that he's Mexican. And so going to the going go, even middle school gave me like some sort of anxious feeling of like, okay, this is really this is really white school. I don't. Like I don't, I don't middle, know. Where'd I'm you doing. go to middle school? Uh, Sequoia. Oh yeah. So that was basically like our high school, very very whitewashed. I wouldn't yeah, say. Yeah. Well, not only but... uh, I don't know. It's definitely more diverse than other schools I've been to, but 
I don't know. Do you think there's like a racial pressure? Sometimes. Uh, Definitely. I mean, sometimes there feels like that, but then I like, I'll say in my head I'm overthinking, then I'll notice it. Yeah. Like in the world around me. And like the people's interactions and teachers' interactions. I'll notice it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, totally. Um, so self-image, struggling with self-image, self-hatred. Do you hate yourself? <laughs> oh, that's a... Um, to a certain extent, I guess. Uh, depression. No, I'm kidding. But I... I hate the way I look is what is like a reoccurring thought in my head. Yeah. And to a certain extent, that's true. Like 5'8", so. 225 pounds. It's like, yeah, it's pretty. One of the things that I felt like I had no control over. I know I do. Deep down, I know that I do. But it's like. Control I, over the way you look. I feel so trapped. Yeah. In a sense. Like, you've gone past a certain threshold that, you know, you can't really get out of. Yeah. But I know it's not true. I just, it's just holding me back. It's kind of just an endless loop of thoughts. Yeah. It's always something. It's, I don't know, your hair that day or. Yeah. Type of thing. Mean, this year I've just taken to the fact that I'm fat and. That's probably not going to change for a while until I just truly, you know, figure that out. Kind of like an accepting thing, like just accepting it. Yeah. And I mean, even by the way I dress lately, it's just been like same four pairs of clothes every day, you know, Mm -hmm. every week. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing the same thing. It's because, I, I don't know, I just feel like why... Why try to look good when the standards are so high that no matter what you do, yeah, you're like even my skin mark. color isn't the quote unquote preferred looking. Actually, good. I think the, your skin tone is the preferred skin tone of a lot of people. Well, to a lot of people, it's not as well. Yeah, I guess. So it's well, you're never gonna meet everybody's standards. I'm never gonna meet everybody's standards, but I guess the whole Hollywood standard thing is what a lot of people go off. Yeah. Or the TikTok oh, standard, yeah. and it's like I, I don't yes. qualify for most of those. Yeah, yeah, but um, I don't know. It's I think it's just a lot of overthinking. Yeah, definitely. Spiraling, one thing leads to another, leads to another thought, leads to another thought. Things get worse and worse. Yeah. Oh damn. How do you cope with stuff like that? Um, coping with that, uh, I'll just, I don't know. I'll just play video games sometimes or just distracting yourself. Yeah, distractions, mostly video games because it's like one of those things where my voice doesn't match the body. Yeah. And so, uh, you think that if they can only hear you, then then they might like you, type of thing. Not they might not like me, or like me or whatever. But it's like, I get the anonymity. They don't know what I look like. They only know what I sound like. So I don't have to worry about how I dress or how I look or, yeah, you know, wow. brushing my hair in the morning or something like that. And it's just like, 
by all means, I'm not That's good at video you feel, games. Do you think you feel more accepted on the internet side of things? Um, I'd feel I like used to feel that way. I mean, I'm starting to feel more accepted just regularly now in high school because yeah, we're juniors good. and do you think that's like a maturity thing i would say yes i would say i mean juniors were juniors and it's kind of like people are starting to not really care more yeah. about the whole look side of things and more towards the personality and the person sort yeah, of totally. thing and so now it's like i'm getting more comfortable with it but I still have the mentality of like, oh, this really matters, you know? And it yeah. does. I mean, I don't want to look like a caveman, but like... That's just a heavy... It's just a heavy weight. Self-image yeah. is a heavy thing. You it see is. yourself a lot differently than other people see you. Kind of like how you you record your voice or whatever. I've, I found this out uh, more recently than not recently. That playing your voice back, you sound totally different, you know? Yeah, it's, and it's kind of the same thing. Just the way you see yourself is a lot different. Yeah, to, to it's definitely like a completely different angle. And it's like you be more critical with yourself yeah. when it's you're looking at yourself. Totally. Like, definitely. oh yeah, that's off about me. Yeah, you find the littlest thing. Oh, I have this friend. Um, she just finds, she, literally everything could be going right. She could have taken like the the most amazing picture <laughs> you good <coughs> yeah <laughs> that couldn't have gone any worse <laughs> <coughs> oh god it's okay <coughs> um well if you guys didn't hear that paul just choked on his water it's <coughs> <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. okay. Anyway, I forgot. No more water. No more water. <laughs> um, anyway, she could take the most perfect picture of herself or something, have like a really good outfit, and then she'll just find the littlest thing like, yeah, I don't even, something so ridiculous. Like, that oh, that would, one hair is out of place. Yeah, no, something that is absolutely impossible to notice from an outside point of view. Yeah. yeah, the way you view yourself is uh, very different, and it sucks. <laughs> it really does. I just, you ever get that feeling? I just wish I could see myself from other people's point of view. No. Really? You're not curious at all how other people see you? I, I'm scared of that. Yeah. Because the way I see myself, I, I know I critique myself a lot, but it's like, Seeing myself from other people's point of views would... I feel like it would just be somewhat worse, in a way. Yeah. Well, that could just be, you know, you're curious about what other people think and you come up with random stuff. Um, I don't know, just so it makes sense. Because you can never really know what people are thinking, so you make something up that makes sense to you. Yeah. Just to kill the curiosity. Yeah. But I mean, now that I think about it, it would be weird, you know, kind of cool to see someone or see myself through someone see yourself from someone else's point of view. Yeah. So depression, uh, a lot of, a lot of kids our age struggle with that or say that they do at least. Do you think you're depressed? I don't know. That's a, 
It's a hard question for me. Because it's like... I don't think I am. But... I just feel like there's some lingering thing. You know? Yeah. Like, it's either just kind of in the back of my mind or it's just maybe fading away but it's like i feel maybe like like a scar yeah because uh i don't know if you wanted to talk about that but my i feel like if i were to be i, I might be actually i don't i don't i never really look up the signs of depression because i fear that i might actually be and that's yeah. a scary mm, thought for me fear but my dad died at the age of 11. Oh, shit. And so, one of the last things he said to me was, like, take care of your sisters and your mom. Mm-hmm. And so, as an 11-year-old, it was really hard to grasp that concept. I had to grow up really fast. Yeah. I had to mature faster than others uh, emotionally, and I had to uh, cope with everyone else's problems, like... They came to me as a source of talking. Yeah. You know, like therapy almost. And I've been mm. doing that ever since. Really? And last year weighed so much down on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to be authentic at home and at school, but last year I felt like I wasn't. Yeah. Because of how depressing it Just was. Just putting on a mask because hiding who you really are because you don't like it. Not because I don't like it. But I felt like I try to, I try to have, I try to be as real as I can. Uh-huh. So at school, I'll be the same way as I am at home. That's what I try to do because okay. I want to be honest with myself. But last year it was really I was super like serious, sad, not sad, but more of a sadder tone at home than I was at school versus the funny. Let's make a joke, hang yeah, out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's not because I don't like that part of myself, but it's because I was trying to get away from all the heavy stuff for my family. Yeah. Yeah, using comedy as a like a coping mechanism. So, yeah, that's my biggest coping mechanism. Yeah. Let's so. talk about fear. You've mentioned fear quite a bit. Oh. Mm. What are your biggest fears? Irrational or just? Rational, irrational. My biggest fear is that the people that I love the most won't really like my real person. Mm. Wow. And I say that relating to the whole school thing. Because the only person at school besides you, I guess now, who knows this part of me who's willing to talk about these topics, these tough talks, are either too scared to only want to see me as funny yeah and i'm fine with that but they're never gonna truly see this side of me the only one who does is a a good friend of mine seth Mm -hmm. that was recently because we just i sat down and literally cried with him for like an hour it was like one of those moments that really touched me and brought me closer to him and people either just don't like that side of me or are afraid of how deep I'll go so fast. Mm-hmm. 
and it, uh, I'm just scared of that. So you're afraid of the people that you care about the most not like accepting or liking taking interest in who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. Or the that side of me. Yeah. So how often do you show your true colors? I guess. Like really, really. Um. I try to a lot. Yeah. Like, I'll try to start one of those kind of conversations, but then a lot of the time someone sidetracks it and tries to prone me to make a funny comment or remark, and I can sense that. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just be like, okay, they don't want to talk about this. Yeah. This is not of their interest. This is not on their mind. It's fine. And honestly, if I'm funny and make people laugh and make their day slightly better, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it still kind of sucks knowing that they are or don't really want the other side. Yeah. I heard that the most depressed people are the funniest people. And the ones who can help the most yeah. in times of need. Yeah. Wow. So I guess. Ooh. <laughs> Revelations. <laughs> I am depressed. Uh, let's talk more about self-image. Um, so... You were talking about looking in the mirror and being like, wow, this this is really who I am. Like, um, Is that a common occurrence, do you think? Is that like every time? Um, it's pretty frequently. It's, it's not uncommon. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people our age uh, hate themselves, I guess. Yeah. It's tough. It's really tough with all the social media standards and everything yeah totally yeah the standards are just totally unreasonable so we talked about depression uh do you deal with like any anxieties Eh. yeah i deal with a lot of like because of my dad died and i take care of my family like i deal with oh i wasn't good enough in this area so this happened so the yeah. constant like anxious feeling of I'm not good enough. Oh yeah. I'm not good enough. Or I'll never be able to meet this expectation or standard. Yeah, no, that's definitely an anxiety thing. Yeah. So worried that you're gonna miss the mark. It's oh, I forget what that's called. It's some uh phobia, like fear of missing the mark. I'm not scared of it. I mean, I guess I am. No, it. But yes, it's, well, it's the anxiety that you're gonna miss the mark. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I talked about this in the last podcast. All emotions stem from one thing or the other, and that's love or fear. There's two emotions, so it's oh, either. I learned about that recently. Yeah. Yeah. So anxiety obviously stems from fear. Yeah. So that anxiety that you're gonna miss the mark, you're afraid of missing the mark, even if you don't say it out loud. That that is what it is like. Yeah. Yeah, it's fear of missing the mark. It's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I struggle with that too, definitely. Fear of missing the mark. So, speaking of that, do you do you fear of missing the mark of like heaven? Um. Hmm. Are you ever worried you're not gonna meet the requirements? I've always thought about that. Um. <laughs> Why do my voice tremble so much? Um, I mean, 
I'm not too sure. It's one of those thoughts. I guess is one of my biggest subconscious fears. Like, you know, if there is heaven and hell and all of that, did I pass the trial and yeah, get to the place? Exactly. So I, I do think about that sometimes. Not very often. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not really sure. It's weird because I, my belief anyway is that there's in every religion there's a bit of truth really yeah like example Mormons uh, you know how Seth like a friend of mine that you know mm-hmm. and Grant yeah uh, they're Mormons and I was talking to Seth about this a while ago and one of their core beliefs is like doing good things will get you to heaven right which, to some extent, I believe that's true. Um, doing good things, but it's more about the intention, I think. Yeah, it's like the intention. Like, is it a true intention in your heart of doing good? Yeah. Or is it a true intention of getting forgiven? You yeah, know? interesting take. Uh, yeah, a lot of different religions have, like, a set rules, and they're very, like, harsh about it, like, as if God, or this, what they think is God, has this, like, iron fist. Yeah, and I mean, I don't believe that at all. Yeah. So you were you were raised Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, did you notice as like the self image, your self image started to decrease? Do you think your faith in God or Christianity decreased? Not my faith in God, but my confronting. What do you mean? talking with god having a relationship with god decreased because i thought you know i'm not good enough for that yeah oh yeah so i still fully believed in it but just i felt i'm a a sense of unworthiness in a way yeah oh yeah wow so i i mean i'm getting better i'm getting a better grip on that that's good but it it really did you notice struggle. did you do anything intentionally that caused you to get a better grip on your self-image um i just tried to stay out of my head yeah it's one of my biggest things because if i if i focus on my thoughts a lot it just ends up you know turning into other things and then you know more self-hatred more you know, unworthiness. Yeah. From my own perspective. Yeah, definitely. Unworthiness. Um, hmm. What about your family? When you when you started, when your self-image started decreasing again, uh, do you think your relationship with your family also became more distant? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, example. My twin sister, the person that I love, like, love the most, the dearest to mm-hmm. my heart. We grew up together. She's my twin, the homie. And she's, like, without her, I don't know where I'd be at. Yeah. I just got really distant. Uh, From her? Yeah. All the people you're close to, huh? Not, not all of them. Mostly her. Which she means the most. Yeah. But it was kind of one of those things where... She got distant, and then I was, like, complete completed the gap by making it more distant. 
Oh yeah. And do you think that was stemmed from your self-image, thinking that you wouldn't was, maybe like you wouldn't be worthy enough for her to keep you around type of thing? It was more of me thinking I was a failure. Oh, as a brother. Dad. Oh, as, as a son. As a son, a brother. Yeah. You know. Yeah, thinking that you're a failure, thinking that you're not worthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's this lyric in this song by 21 Pilots. The lyric goes, um, wanted to be a better brother, better son. Polarized. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you know. Uh, yeah, that, that one hits. And my cousin fell down the stairs and died <laughs> at around my dad's death. Wow. So that song really just... Yeah. Me when I like when I was yeah. If you it. don't know the lyrics, it's like yeah. under these stairs is where we hide all our problems. Yeah, that song really, really wow. hit me in a Dude. way that I was just like so blown away when I when I heard it. I was like crying and I was like just shivering. I, my bed curled up. I remember it was that is insane. Yeah, it was. It was one of my your cousin fell down songs. the stairs and died. Yeah. And you feel unworthy as a brother and a failure as a son. Yeah. Wow. And it was before that song came out, so. It was before the So What? That was like 2014, huh? Uh, okay, wait, not before, after. After. It was 20. Dad died 2016, cousin 2016 as well. Year after. Yeah, the year after then. Yeah, wow. And I didn't even know that song existed because I was kind of really sheltered as a kid. Oh yeah. Until up until then, that's when I kind of. Yeah, it's crazy how relatable music can be. Yeah, that yeah yeah. I'll still listen to that song sometimes. It really gets my feels. I listen to that song all the time. Yeah. Um, so you think a a lot of your problems with like self image and feeling like like a failure, feeling unworthy. You think most of it stemmed from the death of your dad and just thinking you're a failure to your family yeah a lot of it yeah the root of that yeah and that correlates to how you act and portray yourself around people that you feel less comfortable with yeah 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 because you don't want to show them your show them who you really are because they probably wouldn't like it all that much huh is that how you feel you think? yeah it's that and also that I feel like a lot of people our age deal with some of the stuff I'm going to. Probably not to a certain extent, or maybe even more than what yeah, I deal with. Yeah, true that. But a lot of the time, they are, are cope like me, and they don't want... They just go to school, put on a smile, and make jokes. Yeah, and so maybe they don't want to see my side because it reminds me of them. You know? So. Yeah, do you think that um, by shielding them from your, like inner struggles and stuff like that do you see it as like helping them out or helping you out i feel like it helps them out yeah but it makes the friendship so i have no one to turn to what do you do it for like why do i do it yeah why why do you think that you act differently around people you're less comfortable with because i want them to feel as safe as they can mm just because who knows what they're going through who yeah. knows what messed up thing happened to them and i want to be a person who they can just make fun of make jokes with laugh out laugh with who cares 
Yeah. It's their it's their time to just let that melt away and just chill out. Even if you're doing a stupid homework assignment. Yeah, but the thing is you're sacrificing yourself. And I've done it for six years. Wow. Wow. So it's kind of a thing that I'm just used to now. So you're intentionally sacrificing your mental health for others' benefits? Uh, Put it like that, I get, yeah. I mean... Do you get any benefit out of doing that? Rarely. Like, Seth. Right. That's my benefit. But I mean, my reward is I get to just watch people just be people. Watch them just be happy. Yeah. Feel fun, energetic, you know, whatever it is. That's that's enough for me. Just being like non confrontational. Yeah. I mean not causing any problems, just letting people do their thing. Yeah. Letting people do their thing and just maybe being a person that they remember as was on the along the way, you know? Could you ever see yourself being more outgoing and more yourself? I mean probably next year. I feel like I feel like we'll mature more. To the point where I won't have to do that. Yeah. Where I can just openly just be myself. Because I, I don't say this in like a me thinking of myself higher in a sense. But I mean, a lot of boys our age aren't as emotionally mature as us or has gone through stuff. Absolutely. Like the extent I have, I don't know a lot of stuff that you've been through. But I mean... You seem pretty well off emotionally mature, and so I always just kind of, kind of hope. Okay, next year. Yeah. And I'll test the waters, and if it doesn't work, I'll be like, all right. Try this wait again. Wait until the time feels right. Yeah. So, future, where do you see yourself in the future? Two years. Two years. Um. Hopefully, joining the navy. Yeah. What kind of job you want to do? I mean, I've been thinking about this for a year and a half. So, uh, I always wanted to do, like, mechanics. Yeah. Either mechanics or just being in the engine room. Stuff like that. Yeah. How would that be serving the your purpose? What do you think your purpose is? Damn. I never thought about that one. Like. Well, I don't I guess whatever my purpose is I want it to be involve involving helping people. Yeah. In a sense. You know. Even if it is just being a punching bag, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. More or less. I just want to I want to do something that can help people emotionally. Their mental health, their state of mind. Yeah. Because overall, that just helps in every area. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that's because you've struggled so much and you don't want anyone to go through the same thing? Yeah, it's because I had no one to turn to. Yeah. And I, my only father figure, you know, the person I could have turned to wasn't there. Mm. I don't want to be someone's father figure. But I want to be, like, a connection for young yeah. men and women who don't have that kind of connection. 
a helping hand, a guide, in a sense. Yeah. Because my sister went a completely different route. Uh, she the turned 20. to drugs and alcohol and... Uh, yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of stuff age. like that. I don't know why I didn't. Such available thing. Yeah, yeah, how? How did you keep your head above water with all that going on? Because a lot of people can. Most people buckle. I buckled. I always just said to myself, what would he do? Jesus? No, my dad. Oh. Damn. And he always left things better than they were. Because he was a construction worker. So wow. I always try to do that. That's your goal all the time. Leave yeah. it better than you found it. Yep. Whether it's just talking to that one person who's like, not feeling okay or just being in a friend group being a punching bag being someone silly to just lighten the area yeah or in some cases when people allow it just being down to earth real and a person that they can go to that they feel comfortable with yeah just gonna leave Leave it better than you found it wow so leaving it better than you found it um, how do you go to bed? How do you feel before you go to bed every night? Like last <laughs> thoughts before you go to sleep? Um, huh. My last thoughts. Um, do you think like, oh, I, I did good today. I left everything better, better than I found it. I never think that. Really? I... The opposite? Not completely the opposite, but it's like. I need to try harder. Yeah. You know, I need to be better. Yeah. I need to do this. Just an endless that. race. Yeah. Like you're never going to actually make it. Yeah. What yeah. What would making it look like? Like. I don't even know. Honoring your dad, like doing, doing what I guess when I'm, done. when I truly feel happy with myself is when I made it. Hmm. I know that doesn't have much to do with leaving it better than it was, but for me, making it would probably be, be that. Yeah. I could just go to bed and be like, that was a good day. Wow. When's the last time you felt that? Uh, wow, I don't... I don't even really remember. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's... Yeah, I don't really That's remember. Awful. As awful as it seems, it I mean, I don't know. Still going. Yeah. Same stuff, different day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, going to our high school is hard with all the kids. Lots of different groups of people. Uh, Mason says there's there's always there's always there's a group of people for everybody. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Logically, yeah. From my personal standpoint, like my personal view, my personal experience, not really. Yeah, like definitely. Whatever group that I could, I, it was weird. Eighth grade, I could belong in any group, be fine. Same with freshman, but then sophomore. I was like, okay, yeah, I can be in any group that I find, still kind of fit in, but I'm always like, 
a weird outlier. Yeah. Like, I started realizing that. Like, even in our group, it's, I, I feel lesser than most of the people there, mm. in a way. Always feeling left out. Do you think that's, uh, like, the people around you excluding you, or yourself thinking that you don't belong there? So, like, overthinking, or is it logistical? I mean, I guess a little bit of both, more on the side of my own thoughts, but... Yeah. I've I've known my friend group that I'm with now for three years. Uh, well, that's good. So, and I just now started recently going to their house. So, I mean, a little bit of both, I guess, on both ends. Yeah. Um, self-care, do you ever... Do you ever take care of yourself? Um, yeah, I try to. Uh, to the best of my ability. What kind of steps do you take to take care of yourself? Like, uh, mentally or just physically? Yeah, mentally, Men- definitely. Mentally. Um, I'll just... I'll just read. Yeah. Is that more of like a distraction or does it help you? Like really? It's more of a distraction, I guess. It's more of a way for me to just melt away for a few hours. Yeah. But then it like recharges me to just face the day, you know? Yeah. I guess it's not like completely taking care of the problem itself because I haven't figured that out. But it's definitely time that you get with just yourself. Yeah. It's easy to invest yourself in a world that doesn't exist because it makes sense. Yeah. The real world does not make sense. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right on that one. Yeah. So do you think that's some, it's one of the reasons you read a lot, like fictional stories, because it's just um, imaginary and it all makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is. And then better than real life I'll just see bits and pieces of myself and some of the characters yeah oh yeah and then it just makes me self-conscious to think like okay this writer has been through some stuff yeah so it's like I feel less alone in a sense mm-hmm. but it's like I don't have to go up to a person and have this kind of conversation with them I could just read through the pages and get the clues yeah you know yeah and you can do it at your own pace yeah exactly yeah like unwind time what do you do when you get home every day how do you get your mind off like the depression and pressure put on by the people around you um I mean I guess I just play video games yeah just a total distraction yeah I'll like read play video games even homework surprisingly yeah but mostly video games it, not well, not mostly but that's like the thing that I feel like is the the better of the two yeah cause it's like I just think video games out. is better than reading um is y- that because of like you interact with other people on the game yeah it's cause of cause of the interaction the social aspect yeah so do you know the people that you play with like in Most real life, of, um, I have a good mix. 
I try. I tend to play with people that I don't know in real life. People that don't know what you look like. Yeah, but I mean, there are a few people that I play with often that know me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So when you play video games with people that don't know who you are don't know what you look like do you feel more comfortable around them than you do with the people that you know in real life who know who you are and know what you look like to an extent um i feel i feel a little bit more confident in myself yeah like just some of the things i say yeah like i guess i feel like a lot of people see me as kind of socially awkward or like kind of a little careful at times especially when i'm kind of trying to get comfortable to them or knowing them a little bit better yeah and i i guess i'm just more confident when i don't really know them you know yeah because it's like even even this (laughs) like i wouldn't be able to just sit with like more than two people and just Oh, definitely. But it's like, I know more than two people are going to see this, you know? So, in group settings, you find it harder to be yourself, you think? I find it harder to be myself, and I find it... A lot of the time, I'm just a background person. Yeah, background character. Yeah. Like an extra in a movie. Yeah, like... And I feel okay with that, but at times, it gets lonely. Yeah. Because no one asks, hey, how was your day? Or, hey, what you been up to? Or, what's going on? It's more of like, I walk up with someone else and they ask the person I'm walking with, oh, what's good, man? Long time no see. Blah, 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 blah. And then I'll yeah. occasionally chip in a comment, make a joke, whatever it is. Right. And even, You're like the, even like in my the main NPC group. see in a video game. Yeah. Even in your main group, you feel that. Yeah. I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. In my main group, it's like, That's all just people see me as. Just a background character. Someone who they don't think about when they're at home. Yeah. And that's another fear of mine. Just just that whole being lonely. Never being noticed. Yeah. Unrecognizable in the crowd. Unrecognizable, yeah. Wow. Like, if I'm gone for a week, they're going to forget me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You ever think about that? Like, who would who would remember me if I was gone? Yeah, and most of the times it's just one person. You know? Yeah. Does it thinking like, oh, like a handful of people maximum, like three max would think of me if I left the earth. Does that ever lead to like a like a suicidal type thing? hasn't directly led to a suicidal type thing um but it definitely leads to just a lot of self-consciousness yeah you know yeah definitely um have you ever had like any suicidal thoughts yeah yeah like what does that stem from liking like thinking the world would be better off without you Or is it more like the misery is too much and you just want to leave? 
It's kind of like... It's a kind of a mix. It's like... It's very little on the aspect of the misery is too much. And it's more on the aspect of like... What good am I doing here? Yeah. You know, like... I'm a background character. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter just what I do happen. or like mm-hmm. what I say. Yeah, just like if, if you seriously. if you kill gonna... an AI in a video game, then the game still runs just the same. Yeah. Type of thing. And it's like, no matter what I do, what I say, they're they're either gonna retain it, or they're just not gonna care. Yeah. And that's why I feel so lonely. I can be surrounded by a hundred people. All of them my friends. Yeah. Surrounded by people with no one to talk to. Yeah. And still feel, okay, I'm the background character. Yeah. I don't know how to break that. Because everything I've done to to, to break that kind of thing, it, like, breaks it for a moment. Maybe. If that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, th- I think you probably caught on to some of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll try to start a conversation, and then it holds for a moment, and then it suddenly becomes three instead of four people, you know? Yeah. Or, like, even if you come up with a cure for cancer, like, no one's going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. They just see right through you, like, last type of thing. Yep. Where are your priorities at? Um, I don't really even know. It's a hard question for me. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk more about insecurities. What are your biggest insecurities about yourself? Um, I feel like the way I look. Yeah, obviously, the way you look, but what about Uh, that? Maybe your weight, or... Um, my weight and the way I walk. Yeah. Because I limp Mm. a lot. And that's because uh, I was born with club feet. Mm -hmm. And so my feet were, like, completely backwards. Oh, wow. And one foot was shorter than the other by, like, an inch and a half. And so they had to break my feet forward uh, I had to wear a brace most of my life and I mean recently I mean I don't care what your belief is but someone prayed for me in the name of my god and it grew an inch and a half on the spot yeah oh wow and that's really good I was like okay well alright and that's so that's why crazy. I've never doubted my faith uh-huh. but it's like it's still um like not as strong as my other leg that wasn't shorter because I've always depended on that leg and so just the way I walk I noticed this year for some reason I've noticed it a whole lot because like as the years go by the gap gets bigger for that Uh, and I guess that's a major insecurity of mine the way that you walk because of that yeah Um, are you insecure about like your dyslexia Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, what about... Oh, go ahead. 
it's like I don't want to be seen as a person who needs help. You know. Yeah. I mean, sure. It's okay if I get help. Like, I'm fine with that. You want to be the person to lean on, not the person who leans on people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be accounted for as reliable, but then I think to myself, how can I be reliable when I can't do simple things like spelling? Mm. You know? Like, I have, to, I, have to, I have to lean on other people or objects or whatever to just get by academically. That's another big insecurity of mine. Just Academics? Yeah. Because of your dyslexia? My dyslexia, uh, and it's like, because of my dyslexia, I don't have the highest vocabulary. Yeah. And so I'll say stuff, and that really, it drives me crazy sometimes when people, like, just say words that I don't understand, because I want to ask. Like, I genuinely want to learn and ask about it. Yeah. But then you think it's embarrassing. Yeah. Or they won't like you because of that. Not they won't like me, but they'll just view me lesser as, or stupid. Yeah. Which, I mean, comedic-wise is fine, because that's the goal for me. But, like, right. academically, just being a person, that's just... It sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that's why I make jokes. Like, today I said, oh, yeah, I'm just the make-a-wish of the group. Yeah. And with every joke I make, there's truth. Uh, like I truly feel that way. Sure, it gets laughs and smiles and elaborations, but it's like I truly, deep down, feel that I am the person in the group that just somehow squeezed their way in. Yeah. Who doesn't quite fit in because of the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I I, I can't understand some of the things. Yeah. Do you face real backlash from that, or is that just in your head? I used to face real backlash from it. Yeah, my old like school, elementary school, middle school. Yeah, not so much anymore, but I mean, because of backlash I did face, it's always a constant fear of that happening. Yeah. Or it's like people will. I'll ask a word and they'll call me stupid. I know they mean jokingly. Right. But it still feels real. Yeah. You know. And uh, one of my, the biggest uh, love language of mine is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Oh, and that's tough when you receive the opposite of that. Yeah. And so it's like. You really take it to heart, huh? Yeah. It's one of my biggest faults, but it's one of the reasons why people do trust me a lot. Yeah. It's because of that. Mm. How is that? Well, because a lot of the times. I'll make them feel seen through words of affirmation. Yeah. And just being able to understand that words of affirmation means so much. For some weird reason, I'll come up with like the right thing to say. Yeah. Like automatically when I'm like talking to people. Or they'll come to me with hard questions. and I'll just sit there and I'll feel like an old guy. You know, like an old, older person. And I'll just guide them through it. Even though they're like my old, my own age. Yeah. That's kind of like being a father figure. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, leaving it better than you found it. Yeah. (laughs) So, Mm. biggest weakness, biggest strength kind of thing. Yeah. 
yeah, it must be tough to receive the exact opposite of your lang- of your love language all the time. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, I know it's jokes, like haha, funny, but it's also kind of like they don't understand that it hurts. Yeah, and they probably never will because they never care to ask. Yeah, I'm kind of oh, a yeah. background, just unnoticeable. Yeah. Like he made the joke, the untouchables. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about all those jokes that I make. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you think the ideal situation for yourself is? Uh, for myself? Like mm-hmm. right now? Or now or in the future? Where Where do you think the ideal scenario is? Um, For me now, the ideal situation... Scenario um, for me would be to just feel more accepted. Yeah. In a way, more like a part of the group, a noticeable. Pa- a part of it. Yeah, a part of the group. Yeah. Not just a background character. Yeah, and for me to just fully be able to express myself whenever I please. Yeah. And not just like. Not just around the people you're absolutely closest with. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but I feel like a lot of people do miss out when they don't care to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Not because I know it all or anything, but because uh, deep down I've helped people. I stopped some kid from killing himself a few years ago. Wow. I, I literally, I didn't even talk him out of it. But later he came up to me after we had a like two hour conversation. He was like, "I was gonna go kill myself that day." Wow, he's still alive. That is insane. I know. It's, it blew me away. It's like I feel like a lot of people just somehow miss that opportunity of me or that side of me. Yeah, you want people to, uh, you want to help people the most that they can, yeah. that you can. I mean, yeah, that I can. So I guess that would be my ideal. Uh, situation yeah. right now anyway that's really good do you think then you would have a much better image of yourself yeah I think I I think I would I mean I guess I want to do get a get a grasp of my physical health as well yeah obviously yeah and I I, I think that uh, if you did that then your mental health would skyrocket yeah, I feel like if I did that, my mental health would skyrocket a lot. I, I just need to, need to stop making dumb excuses of that yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, getting the gym in five days a week, it really would help you. I did that two years ago. I was like, it was it was a going. All right, it was a going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really healthy. It's a really healthy coping mechanism, and it would definitely make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, I. I that's another thing I need to get better coping mechanisms comedy is a good coping mechanism mm-hmm. it's not the best though yeah it's like well, at least it brings smiles yeah at least it helps other people cope in a sense yeah you know so do you want to help other kids our age like um I don't know break free from the insecurities because you know how how trapped it feels yeah, I I want to help people 
Um, break fear from break free from depression, insecurities, anxiety. Yeah. And loneliness is probably the biggest one. Yeah. You feel all those, huh? Yeah. I want to make people feel included. Yeah. Because I know for me, that just boosts me. That's one of the things that lifts me up. Yeah, totally. Just feeling like I exist, you know? Like, these people see, care for me, and know me. You want people to feel how you want to feel. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, that's good. And hopefully along the way, somewhere, I'll, I'll eventually feel that. Yeah. Then you can go to bed with a, today was a good day. Yeah. I left it better than I found it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. Um, well, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Unless you had anything more to say. No, that, that's good. We're going? All right, yeah. Well, pretty depressing. <laughs> it's okay. Some of the episodes have got to be like that, huh? Uh, why mine? I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Self-image, being a failure, uh, feeling like a failure, insecurities, uh, feeling like your background character is. Those are all things a lot of us teenagers struggle with. Um, along with many, many other things uh, for many, many other episodes of this podcast to talk about. Uh, if you enjoyed that, tune in. I'm doing weekly podcasts now instead of bi-weekly. I changed my mind because I am a unresponsible teenager. So, yeah. And who knows? I might make another appearance. Spooky. Mm, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Well, thank you for being on the podcast, Paul. That no was problem. a it was a good episode. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Every every listen means a lot. Really appreciate it. And um, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Stay healthy.